Welcome to Dawson's Critique. I'm Erin Hensley. And I am Julia Callahan. And we are two former college roommates and current BFFs who have loved Dawson's Creek since episode one first aired on the WB in 1998. Join us for this spoiler-free podcast as we break down one episode every week. Yep. Uh, We are going to reminisce about our memories of the show, uh, tell you stories of how Dawson's Creek defined our generation. Today, we discuss season two. Episode five, Full Moon Rising. <laughs> it's a weird su- title. I mean, it's a play on Credence Clearwater Revival song, Bad Moon Rising. <sighs> I like. I, I made a note actually here that I feel like we're so used to themed episode titles now, post Friends, you uh-huh. know, which was like the one with. Yeah, yeah. Everything was the one with. Um, that like these all feel insane to me uh-huh. and like con- are going to continue to feel insane to me. <laughs> There's no rhyme or reason. There's no theme. Yeah. Okay. So this was written by Dana Barada, mm-hmm. female writer, yeah. directed by David Semmel. Yeah. It aired on November 4th, 1998. Okay. Um, okay. The Wikipedia description. Parental problems cast a shadow over, uh, over Dawson and Joey's new romance. Pacey is troubled when he sees the McPhee's home life and struggles to comfort Andy when she unloads her emotions onto him. Jen has a date that makes Abby jealous, and Joey and Jack share a late-night kiss. Spoilers! Whoa! Spoilers! Whoa! Okay, my histories. November 3rd, 1998. Yeah, was that election? Yeah. Uh Pro former pro wrestler and absolute oh, dickbag yeah, yeah. Jesse Ventura is elected this. governor of Minnesota. Yeah, I remember Fuck that. that guy. Uh-huh. November fifth, nineteen ninety eight, in the Clinton impeachment, uh-huh. which is what I'm going to call it from now on, yeah. because Monica Lewinsky recently tweeted um, that like using her name in this yeah. is not a great thing. So I had been calling it Clinton Lewinsky. Uh-huh. I am going to amend that. Yeah. It is now the Clinton impeachment. Yeah. So um, House Judiciary Chairman Henry Hyde, a Republican, mm-hmm. sends a list. Is of- that the Hyde Amendment? Yeah. Yeah. Um, fuck mother that guy. Fucker. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that guy for numerous reasons. Yeah. Sends a list of 81 questions to Bill Clinton. And in all caps, I said, imagine getting to send questions <laughs> to a president about his conduct. Mm-hmm. Imagine, mm-hmm. America, imagine. Yeah. Okay, November 5th, 1998, Nature publishes scientific evidence that Thomas Jefferson fathered Eston Hemings uh, Jefferson, whose mother was Thomas Jefferson's slave, Sally, Sally Hemings. Hem- oh, I didn't know that was that recent. Mm-hmm, 1998. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Proof that Jefferson was a rapist. Thank you very much. Okay. So right. open in Dawson's, Dawson's room. room. We're back here back in, Dawson's in Dawson's room, room. And it's his TV. And there's like a warehouse playing. werewolf movie. movie playing. And you're it's like, a big full oh, moon. we're back in his room. And then we pan over to the bed. <laughs> no one's there. And there they go out the window. And uh, Dawson and Joey are sitting on the roof. Yeah. So, um, they're at the ro- on the roof, not in the bedroom. Yeah, looking at the moon, and I just said, if I had that roof with that view, I would be on it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's very similar to my house, actually, and we never went on it like that. I had really? like an awning, like it's like, my house is like, almost a lot like that. Oh, yeah, we never went on it. Sometimes, but I don't know. Mm, I smoked cigarettes in high school, so I feel like I would have snuck out there and smoked. Uh huh. Mm, yeah. We'll see. Um, we'll see. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. <laughs> I don't smoke anymore. Uh, and I don't have a house. <laughs> Just an apartment. So when the shot moves to behind them at the moon, it looks very fake. Because I know. This is 1998. So funny. It's like this giant full moon. It's like full moon rising. It's a full moon. Like, oh my gosh. Okay. So they're like discussing full moons and Dawson's like, it's, it's so like, peaceful and beautiful. I love yeah. a full Moon. It's like every time we're in Dawson's room, we're going to have a meta conversation. Yeah. And Joey, like, super hippie, yeah. goes like, bro, the full, full moon, moon is fucked. It throws everything off. Everyone She's acts insane. Not wrong. Okay. Aaron also is a hippie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, 
I mean, I would have liked her to go to a step further to be like, it's the harvest moon in Leo. You should set your intentions for your career or whatever, you know, what house is, what's your rising? What house is Leo in? You know, like whatever. But It's the bad moon rising. Yes, yes, yes. yes oh, yes, no, yes. The, the full moon rising. I'm so sorry. But we weren't that hippie yet mm. in America. Um, Aaron, <laughs> I hate to admit this to you, but I'm the Dawson in this situation. <laughs> So Dawson's like, is Joey Potter being superstitious? And she's like, no, scientific. Yeah. And she says, human beings are made up of 70% yeah. water. Yeah. And then he kisses her. And the moon controls the tide. And then he kisses her. Yeah. Pulling great bodies of water back and forth. It does the same thing to us. And Dawson keeps kissing her. Mm-hmm. It pulls us in different directions, disrupting the natural flow of things. And Dawson weird things always happen during a full moon and then Dawson almost falls off I the know roof. and I was like man imagine a world where he just fell off and died <laughs> mine was if only I know <laughs> and then go the credits yeah yeah literally my first line are you ready uh-huh in all caps oh my fucking god why is Miss Jacobs still here <laughs> yeah so Mitch and Miss Jacobs are walking down the street and Miss Jacobs like she really wants to sell the property and get the fuck out of town yeah she's like I'll give you a good deal <laughs> yeah Mitch, and I just it, like I don't really understand because you could just hire a real estate agent and not be there and sell it <laughs> you and your logic Aaron. <laughs> What's happening? You don't have to you be there. Your knowledge of the way the world works. My privilege is showing. I'm sorry. Like, what is happening? Your privilege of being 36 and not 15. Well, even at the time, I was like, this doesn't make sense. You don't have oh, to be think, there. Oh, I was like, not thinking. You don't about have it. to sell your own property. Oh, I was like, uh huh. Of course, <laughs> she's got to sell her own property. There so, couldn't possibly be a job it's like, what that one happening? could hire someone to do. She's like, I'll give you a deal. And you're like, what? Okay, whatever. Anyways. And she's like, Capeside really is a bridge I should burn. To which yeah. I said, yes, you absolutely should. Yeah, get out, leave, whatever. Yeah. So then we cut to a different molester. This- wait, wait, wait. It's like, what? so this, like the beginning of this episode is like w- shot West Wing style. It's like all a walk and talk. Oh. And then like. Miss Jacobs and Mitch move out of the frame as Jen comes into it. Yeah. Like the same shot. It's very West Wing. Yeah. I loved it. So Jen's walking down the street and... um and, Okay, yeah. The molester is what I called him. <laughs> okay. All right, we'll change it. The molester. The old dude molester comes yeah. up to Jen and is like, oh, what's there to do in town? Yeah. And like, well, he asked her where her other half is, and mm-hmm. she says Abby and I are having a trial separation period. Yeah, so, so they're not um, on speaking terms. Yeah, and um, you know, and she's just not into it. She's not interested. Yeah, and um, he's like, well, can you just show me a gentler side of Cape Side? And she's like, well, I guess it's my civic duty, and agrees. Yeah, they kind of flirt with each other, and, you know, he's like, I just want a good conversation and a cup of coffee. Yeah, because she's kind of like, I'm not trying to fuck you, old man. And he's like, no, no, no. Yeah. It's going to just be coffee. I just want to see what this town's all about. And so then she kind of, like, acquiesces, even though she's like, no, dude, no, no means no. Yeah. And then Jen says yes to the date and gives him her address. Oh, my God. It's so scary. Okay. That seems like a bad plan. Yeah. And then we have another West Wing camera mm-hmm. work where Jen comes out of the goes out of the frame and Andy walks through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so then it pans to her going into the video store and Paisley's straight up watching a porno. He is watching porn <laughs> at work. It doesn't make sense. He's underage. Um, so if okay, this wait. video store has porn, he wouldn't be able to work there. I'm pretty sure, agreed, I'm pretty sure you and I went to a bookstore once where the clerk was watching porn on <laughs> Melrose and Heliotrope. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> and we were like, and I still bought a book. I was right. like, I mean, I don't know. I want this book. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm <gonna buy> <laughs> And Andy's like, I'm going to rent a movie. She, like, gives Paisley some shit. Yeah, Paisley, like, turns it off. And he's like, uh. And she's like, are you watching porn? Like, what's going on? I don't need your help. You can go back to Debbie Does Dallas. Yeah. And then he's like, it's Jacuzzi Floozies, actually. And he's like, isn't it funny that the titles are always better than the movies? I was like, Jacuzzi Floozies is definitely a porn I would watch just for the title. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder, like, if they still make funny names like that. Okay. Do they do wide releases of porn anymore? 
<laughs> I have no idea. Yeah. Um, when we were in college, yeah, we used to uh, have a couple of porn DVD, yeah, or yeah, yeah, DVDs, totally. VHSs, yeah, that we would put on and play on mute in, at parties. Yeah. <laughs> One of which was called Hell Riders. Yeah, totally. Which was a Top Gun porn. Yes. And we still quote it to each other. Oh my God. What is the quote? I can't remember. God damn rebel. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) Oh my God. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways. Anyways. (laughs) Um, So, Pacey and Andy like snark at each other, and Pacey's like, you know, we should just bite the bullet and go out already. Yeah, it's kind of cute. He's like, let's go on a date. And Andy's like, I'm not going on a date with you and then she's like well maybe if i was asked politely yeah and so then he's like okay andy do you want to go on a date with me mm-hmm. and she's like oh yeah okay i want to say that it's a testament to pacey's charm that she walked into a video store where he <laughs> was watching, watching porn. pornography yeah. and then she went on a date yeah with yeah, him. yeah it's quite incredible yeah. <laughs> and he's like okay i'll pick you up what's your you're over on windsor right mm-hmm. and she's like oh um actually why don't we just meet there and he's like no it's a date i'll come pick you up and she's like well what why don't we meet at the ice house and he's like what let's just pick you up what yeah. and she's like okay yeah yeah okay and she's she leaves yeah so there's definitely something about her home life. Yeah. And then so we Jen, cut to Jen shopping for makeup. She's at an Urban Decay counter. And Abby walks in and Abby apologizes. She's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I freaked out at you. And then and, she's like, and Jen's like, you're not. Abby goes, you're not still mad at me, are you? And she's like, for calling me a desperate loser. Why should I be? Yeah. Like all sarcastic. And and Jen Abby apologizes and steals a lipstick while she's I doing know. it. <laughs> they like go to walk out of the store and Abby just grabs a lipstick and walks out. No, 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 no. Wait, that's not what happens. Oh. Abby steals a lipstick when she's apologizing and is like, we're kindred spirits, Jen. We're rebels bound by the common need to break out of this small town abyss. <sighs> and Jen's like, OK, fine. And then tells Abby she has a date with Vincent. Yeah, because... Uh- yeah, Jen accepts the apology and she's yeah. like, oh, my God, I've been dying to tell someone this. Right. Like, I have a date with the old dude molester. Yeah. And she's like, <laughs> then Abby's like, calls her a bitch. Yeah. Abby like turns <laughs> on a dime. Yeah. And I, I couldn't tell if she was joking, like making a fake like, you bitch. Uh-huh. Yeah. See, I'm over it. No. no. She's pissed. She's pissed. She's like, you know, and Abby's mad. And then Jen's like, he doesn't know you exist. And... Jen walks out the front door and then Abby takes the lipstick she stole out of her purse, puts it back on the counter oh. and leaves after Jen. So she's not really a bad person. I cackled. Bad call. I, ca- I laughed so hard. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> so then Abby like follows Jen and starts yelling at her while she's going down the street. Yeah. And she like calls her a slut and like just like lays into her. Oh, yeah. It's so twisted. Yeah. She's like, you know, he knows a slut when she's an easy lay when she he sees one. Mm-hmm. And then Jen slaps Jen, Abby. Like, I, you know, I don't advocate violence, but I was like, mm. also in this teen soap, this is the first slap. And I'm, yeah. I'm a little bit here for it. Jen just straight up slaps, slaps her, in the, her face, in the face. And I was like, girl, I can't believe I'm rooting for this <laughs> act of violence. But fuck her. Yeah. What a bitch. I said Abby kind of deserved that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So unreasonable. Yeah. So then we go over to the Leary house and Dawson and Joey are doing like schoolwork at the kitchen table while Gail preps dinner. Yeah. And Mitch and walks in and is like, what's with the Betty Crocker routine? Yeah, what's going on here? And, she's, and Gail's like, I'm cooking for my coworker. And Mitch is like, uh, that's a Thursday night activity. Right. And then they like start to bicker. Yeah. In front of Dawson and Joey. I said, I'll remind you that their teenage son and his girlfriend are in the fucking room. And uh, Dawson's like, what are Thursdays? Yeah, what does that mean? And no one answers him. Yeah. And Gail's like, it's work, Mitch. At least I have a job. At least I have co-workers. <laughs> oh, dude, it was so fucked up. Because you're supposed to think they have this kind of like interesting mm-hmm. dynamic that she's like the breadwinner and he like takes care of the kid. Yeah. Now we're seeing the resentment that gail has well and it's not the first time we've watched gail prepare dinner like mitch doesn't seem to do it so Mm -hmm. you know i'm kind of like okay like yes this one's for a co-worker but she's done it before and i'm kind of like like, division of labor "Hmm." is pretty interesting in their household yes yes you know 
So Joey and Dawson like skedaddle out of there. Yeah, They're Joey's like, straight up like, I'm going to bounce. Yeah, and Dawson's like, go. me too. Yeah. And like follows her out. And they're in the hallway while like Mitch and Gail are still like fighting. fighting. And um, and Dawson's like, I don't know what the fuck is happening. Like what's going on? Like, And he's kind of like a little bit scared. Yeah. And Joey just like, don't worry about it. The full moon puts everyone on edge. And I do think Joey's being a bad girlfriend. I agree. Yeah. Don't worry yeah, about it. Yeah, that was it. fucked. That like, was it fucked. was, like, uh, uncomfortable to watch as the viewer. Yeah. So to be there, you'd be like, oh, my God, are you yeah. okay? Like, what is going on? Yeah. Like, you know. Um, and then we move over to Jen, who is in her room. Yeah. Getting ready for her date. Yeah. And Grams walks in and is like, do you want to go to Bible study? Mm-hmm. It's the book of John. Tonight he baptizes the sinners. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's not a selling point. <laughs> Jen's also, like, No. You know, yeah, but I have some questions because, like, she's clearly getting ready for something, yeah. But Grams is just like not asking questions about that, right? Yeah, yeah. anyway, uh huh. And Jen's like, No, and Grams like, Come on, it'll be fun. And then Jen's like, No, really, I, I'm not trying, I don't want to go. And yeah. and Grams is okay with it, and, yeah. she, and Grams like, I won't be home too late, right. like, you know, and so they're having this good dynamic yeah yeah they seem like in a little bit of a better spot yeah so there's a knock at the door and it's abby and she is wearing a great leopard print jacket <laughs> Lep- if you don't know leopard print is my favorite color yeah so i loved it yeah and abby like yells at jen for hitting her yeah she lays into jen and jen's just like fuck you you call me a slut you call me desperate yeah. you just like lay into me i don't have time for bitches like you right and she kicks her out of the house yeah, yeah. and then we go to gail who's got this like dude next to her on the couch who is telling the boringest story <laughs> about 600 reporters not having reservations at a hotel during a Yeah, it's very weird. And it's hard to <laughs> say is this a a date? I don't think so. I think like she's I think there's like a he, she says like he's the New York correspondent and she's got to like schmooze these people mm. like every few months. She just like had him over instead of going out to a bar with him. Right. What she like has to do. This is interesting because when you're like in those um, uh, situations, you would want your husband there. Except that they're not in a good spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I agree with but you. I but I just think like, that Mitch would have participated in in, in activities before. and events like this, like on the regular. Maybe. Like just like all the networking Although, things you have to go to. Or he would just know what was going on. Yeah. Like he acts kind say. of shook by it. And I'm like, what? It's like... She's never been done any kind of networking. That's so, like this unbelievable to me. No, no, no. I don't think it's. I agree with you. That would be unbelievable. I don't mm. think that's what it's getting at. Like, I just think like she. So that's why I think Mitch would feel like it was a part of that. I mean, open I'm sure marriage. that I'm sure that like he feels like it's a date. Yeah. I was gonna say, you know, my parents had like two very different careers. Yeah. My they never went to each other's like networking events uh-huh. like every once in a while if someone got an award or something yeah, they would yeah, like yeah. go to it but like never to a networking event yeah you know yeah um so i don't know i see it but but i think also but even like, if they I didn't go they like, would your parent your mom's like oh i'm meeting up with like so and so for work totally. your dad wouldn't be like oh that's a thursday night you know what i mean <laughs> he would understand no totally but like I, I i like i think that mitch is like trying to pick a fight mm. and i think that gail I don't know. Is she having it there so that she right. can rub something in his face? Perhaps. Yeah. I, that's not explicitly said, but right. I, that wouldn't shock me or anything. Yeah, I couldn't tell if they were trying to further the idea of like Mitch is not a professional and he doesn't understand the professional world. Oh, eh, no, I don't know. Okay. I mean, that's I think that's an interesting thing and it might be, but yeah. Um, so anyways, so- Mitch or Gail's chatting with her coworker, and then someone knocks on the door yeah. and it's Miss Jacobs yeah. and she's like, hey, I'm just he- I really want to sell this building. Yeah. I'm just here to show Mitch like the plans and Gail's jealous. OK, so I listened to a commentary uh-huh. track with uh-huh. Paul Stupin, who was the EP. Yeah, executive producer. And he was like one of the missteps of the show was when. Mitch and Miss Jacobs dated. And I think he's referring to this episode. And you, listeners, I will let <laughs> under like like make your own conclusions about what exactly is happening here because this does not seem like a date to me. Like I will say as a viewer, 
you get the impression that Mitch was mad and called Miss Jacobs to make Gail jealous. Oh, that I think probably is yeah. true. However, so I don't I think it's also a date. don't know what he yeah yeah i agree it doesn't really feel like a date but it kind of feels like it is a little bit it feels like he's trying to like put on airs that it is a date Hmm. you know but like it's not yeah they're literally looking at blueprints and talking about fucking you know or i just feel like he's like oh you're doing a work thing i'm doing a work thing yeah i mean yeah he's being a petty little bitch but Mm -hmm. whatever yeah um so mitch like comes up and like miss jacobs gives him the blueprints and she's like i'm desperate to sell this property and gail's like looks at mitch like are you fucking kidding me right now Uh and then mitch introduces gail and is like gail you know tamara Uh and gail's like cold as ice looks at her and goes pta meeting I was like, that is some fucking waspy shade right there. It's really weird. (laughs) All right. Because, like, again, they know, they either believe Pacey lied or they know this woman's a predator. Right. Of their second son. Yep. Mm -hmm. So it's a lot. Yeah. So Joey's at work and it's like, yeah. And she's complaining. And Jack's like, why are you always so angry? Right. And she's like, oh, it's a full moon. It really fucks with you. And he's yeah. like, nah, dog, you're angry all, all the, the time. time. There's like a guy who's got a bottomless cup of coffee. And yeah, he's, he's the like, only guest there. Yeah. And Joey's like, you know, I would, I would leave and close early if this guy would like fucking leave. Yeah. And Jack's like, you know, let him hang out. Right. I just want to say that this scene is definitely the plot of my favorite Ernest Hemingway short story. Mm. It's actually one of my favorite short stories of all time, which uh-huh. is called A Clean, a clean Well-Lighted Place. Uh-huh. And it's about two waiters in an empty restaurant looking at their lone patron. Mm. Um, and there's a younger waiter and older waiter. And the older one wants to kick the guy out so that he can go home. And the older waiter is, like, happy to give him a place to stay for a while. The younger waiter? Um, the older waiter is happy to uh-huh. give the guy who's sitting there yeah. having a drink the uh-huh. a place to stay for a while. Um, and Hemingway, I just said Heming. it's a three pages long. If yeah. you get a chance to read it, I highly recommend it. It will rip your goddamn heart out. Mm. It's so good. And I, I literally ever since I read that story for the first time in college, this scene has reminded me of it. Mm. I would not be surprised to learn that they like yeah, basically took that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so we cut to Jen's house and um, she's on the porch with like the muster dude and what's his name? Vincent. Vincent. And homeboy's like, I'm saving up for law school. And I Jen's, don't want to be a fisherman. And Jen's like, oh, what? And he's like, what? You just thought I was like, just like whatever, trashy. <laughs> or I don't know. That's not the right word. You know, you just thought I was just trying to work on the docks. He's like, my uncle owns the dock. And like, you know, I'm here trying to do my thing. Right. And he flirts with her and she's like, are you flirting with me? Yeah. She's like, he's like, I could stop. And then she says, well, where would be the fun in that? So then we cut and Dawson comes down the stairs at his house and he sees Mitch in <laughs> one room with Miss Jacobs getting cozy. And then yeah. he sees Gail with her coworker, like kind of getting like, it's weird. It's a weird yeah, situation. Yeah, they're drinking and like whatever. And then Mitch and Gail both go into the kitchen at the same time to refill the wine. Yeah. And they start yelling about <sighs> how Thursday night has rolled into the weekend. And Dawson again's like, what does Thursday night mean? And I'm like, almost like they didn't discuss it fully and now are jealous of each other about their Thursday night escapades. <laughs> yeah. Almost as if that's a thing Let's that happened. tell each other everything. Okay. And, and Gail's like, since when do you have money to buy a restaurant? Well, they send Dawson to his room. Right. They're like, go to your room, Dawson. Yeah. <laughs> and Gail's like, since when do you have money to buy a restaurant? And Mitch is like, I got a loan. To which I said, how? <laughs> well, he probably used the house and Maybe. their shared assets, you know? And Gail's like, well, I'm getting tired of indulging the dreams of a man who can hardly look me in the eye. Yeah. And then Gary Bob, I was calling. Yeah. <laughs> the guy's name is Gary that Gail's oh, with. Okay. I was like, is his name Bob? And then I realized that it, it the accountant that. from the other episode? Yeah. It's just like a white dude. Yeah. So boring. <laughs> just a boring dude. And, and then, like, they're fighting where the guests can hear him. Oh, 100%. And everyone like, looks uncomfortable. Real awkward. It's just like, it's real hard. And, like, Miss Jacobs knows that 
Gail had an affair. Right. So she knows she's participating in some weird thing, too. Yeah. So it's very weird. Yeah. And then Dawson, and Dawson walks up to his room. <laughs> fucking Abby is there with binoculars. <laughs> well, he flops on his bed and then she makes a noise. Like, she's like, like, they got rid of the ladder, but still people be cruising into his room. Okay. Um, spoiler for the end of this episode, they did not get rid of that ladder. It's still fucking there. <laughs> it, Hang on. We're going to get there. It doesn't make sense. So no. people just always be in Dawson's room, yeah. whatever. And now Abby's there. <laughs> Abby's there looking at Jen. So, so then we cut to Pacey and he's going to pick up Andy at her house. And Andy's mom opens the door and he's like, is Andy here? I think we were, I'm picking up for a date. I think we had a miscommunication. Right. And um, and she's like, oh, Andy's mom's like, oh, Pacey. Yeah, I've heard about you. Like, why don't you stay for dinner? Yeah. Um, Andy's brother, Tim, is from in town from Columbia. Like, and she's like, Tim, Tim. And she walks upstairs, like yelling for him or whatever. Yeah. And, and it's a little bit awkward. Yeah, it's weird. It's definitely weird. And Pacey feels uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. So then we go over to Jack, who's like looking at the lobster tank at the ice house. And Joey comes out and the coffee guy is still there. Yeah. She's pissed about. And there's and then, like a power surge. Yeah. The lights kind of flicker and the, the air stops circulating in the lobster tank. <laughs> and Joey's like, we got to get these like, lobsters fuck, out. We gotta, right the lobsters now. are going to die. We'll lose so much money. <laughs> okay. I know a lot about this. <laughs> like not that urgent okay so i mean you gotta do, you gotta get them out eventually but you're okay for a little while it's really weird and then they're like taking the lobsters out of the tank and like andy putting them in a bucket in. of ice yeah <laughs> which is fine yeah, yeah andy comes in and like pacey and asks she's looking for there. pacey yeah. yeah and joey and jack are like no, no we haven't he's seen not him. here and she's like i went to the theater to meet him and the movie started he wasn't there and then yeah. i remembered maybe we said we were gonna meet at the ice house so i'm here and then she's like <gasps> he went to the house and she looks at Jack in the eyes and she's like, he's at the house. Yeah. And, and she starts to freak out. And Jack's like, dude, it's fine. Yeah, Jack like, looks her dead in the eye, like holds under her, looks her eyes. It's going to be okay. You need to calm down. Like you can tell this is like a, a mechanism that he's used before. Like yeah. I need to calm down my sister. And Andy's like, if he, if Pacey shows up and she's he's there. And she, he like, she like trails off and she runs out. Yeah. And um, so... There we go. Yeah. So then we're at Jen's house again, and yeah. they're at the kitchen table, Jen, Jen and Molester Dude. Yeah. And Jen asks him, like, like, eating ice cream, like, sexy. And Jen's like, what's your most embarrassing sexual encounter? Yeah. And Vincent tells a story that I thought was going to make me hate him. Yeah. And then actually didn't. Um, and he says, like, one night in New Orleans, he was so drunk he couldn't see straight. I met a beautiful woman and went home with her, and she was actually a man, which are his words. Yeah. So I don't know. If we're dealing with the drag queen or if he's just, like, misgendering a trans yeah, person. Yeah. Um, and Vincent's like, you know, I wasn't into that, but I ended up staying up all night and talking to this person. And now I have a free place to stay every time I'm in New Orleans. And I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, if that's your worst sexual encounter, like, that's not bad at all. And Jen, like. And he's like, how about you? Yeah. And Jen's like, well, you know, I got caught having sex in my parents' bed on my dad's 300 thread count sheets or whatever. And, like, I do feel like this story is young person's story. Like, I feel like he should understand that, like, uh, yeah, she's young. That that story being your worst sexual encounter is, like, she's probably underage. I mean, yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. And also, like, how much she holds on to this one incident mm -hmm. when, like, she has admitted that she there has others. been she got drunk and was raped when she was 12. Yeah. You know, so this one is the most powerful one to her because it like was when she realized like no one in her family loves her. Right. So it's very complicated how much she holds on to it. But yeah, like it was weird. And especially since like he obviously probably has encounters that maybe were on the level of that in a way, yeah. but he tells one that's like, just like of a, someone who has more experiences. Totally. Like if you're flirting with someone, you're like worst sexual encounter. You're not going to be like, oh, this fucked up thing that like you're not going to get that deep when no. you're trying to like fuck someone. You know, you're going to say like one of ones like him. That it was funny. like, yeah, like kind of funny Fun. and just like weird and didn't yeah. go the way you wanted it to. Totally. You know, not like this really kind of fucked up sad one. Yeah. So then they kiss. Yeah. 
And it cuts over to Abby, who is like watching this through the window. Yeah, through Dawson's <laughs> binoculars, window. and she's like, "Oh my god!" Like you know. And Dawson's like, like "Why are you in my room?" Spying on Jen. Like, what's happening? And and Abby's like, uh, you know, um, you know, she's Abby's like, yeah, I'm spying on Jen. She's like on a date with this fucking older dude. Like, blah blah blah. And then it's like Abby's such a compelling character. She like sits on the bed with Dawson, and yeah. she's like. I hope everything's okay with your parents. Like, I could hear them fighting. Yeah. And she goes, you know, don't worry. They'll get a divorce soon and everything will be better. Mm -hmm. I said, Abby's a very lovable nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) Like, to this point, Abby is the only one who has asked Dawson about his parents' marriage. That's true. (laughs) It's pretty crazy. And she says, you know... She says, since her parents divorced, her, like, dad has never yeah, been happier. Yeah, because he's like, oh, will it get better if mm-hmm. they get divorced? Yeah. And she's like, my mom went out and got herself a life, and my allowance has quadrupled. Yeah. <laughs> and so then she starts massaging and hitting on Dawson. <laughs> it's so fucking weird. <laughs> I was like, is she trying to get back at Jen? Yeah. I mean, obviously. And Dawson's like, please stop touching me. He's like, what the fuck are you? He's like, Abby, it's not going to happen. What yeah. the fuck are you doing? And she's like, come to the window. Just make out with me. And he's like, she goes, just make out with me in front of the window so Jen can see. And I'm like, girl, first, Jen is not looking at that. Yeah. Right now. And he's like, and I'm like, no. and second, okay. Yeah. He's like, no, dude. And she's like, well, at least tell Jen that it happened. Right. And, and then Dawson kicks her out the window. Yeah. To go down the ladder, which is back. Well, because she's like, at least tell Jen that it happened. Just like say that you and Joey have an open relationship. Yes, she and says that. He like it's like literally like pushes her out the window. She's yeah. like, get the fuck out. Yeah. And you're like, this is what we've been saying, Dawson. Don't have a ladder to your room. <laughs> it's like anyone be cruising in. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Ugh. So then Dawson realizes something. Yeah, you see it on his face. He's like, uh uh-huh. and he goes downstairs <laughs> and he asks each of his parents to talk to them for a second he's like mom dad i need to talk to you what is happening like what is happening what the fuck is happening and i like, really hate this scene it's so fucked up it's so stupid it doesn't make any sense he's like are you having an he open sits marriage? his parents down and he's like mom Dad, are you having an open marriage? Mm-hmm. Which they don't answer. It's so but fucking their faces insane. Say it. It's so fucking insane. It's insane. So then we go back to Jen and Vincent, mm-hmm. and they're making out with like purpose and pushing shit off of the kitchen table. Yeah. And Jen is like getting pushed up onto the table, and the, the further they go, Jen starts to be like, starting, "No, yeah, yeah." She's like, she's only pushing the stuff off the table because she's like kind of trying to escape him. Oh, this is, I didn't read it that yeah. way, but I, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, she, like that's the way I felt. Like she's kind of like, like trying to escape from him, who's like pushing harder and harder towards like aggressively making out with her. Yeah, and she's like, "Stop! I'm 16." Well, first she says it's getting late, and he says, "What happened? We're just getting to the good stuff. You're not serious." Mm. And I was like. Listen, men, when women feel talk about feeling like they can't say no, it's shit like this. Like she yeah. says, no, it's getting late. And then they ke- and he kept, like, he keeps pushing. He's like, I don't believe you. You can't be serious. Yeah. And I'm like, he, you should move off of her the second she says no. And yeah. like the second she hesitates and then she says yells at him while he, while trying to push him off that she's 16. Yeah. And he gets up and says, you're what? And then Graham's. Yells, in like she's 16, 16 years old get out of here because she joe sorry jen is like i'm 16 how would that look on your um your law school yeah. application yeah. you know and he's like what you're what like almost like <laughs> you lied to me and you're yeah. like what you admitted before that you you knew what yeah, was happening yeah, like yeah. what the fuck yeah. man i just said dude this shot because jen is laying on the table panting and out of breath, and Grams is in the doorway staring her down. It's so fucked up. Dude. So then we go to Pacey. Mm-hmm. At Andy's house. Pacing around Andy's, like, living room looking at photos. Yeah. And Andy runs in yeah. and is like, okay, let's, let's go. go. Let's, let's go. Let's get out of here. Let's go. And he's like, no, I told your mom I'd stay for dinner. Like, right. it would be rude to leave. And... She kind of loses it. And he's like, no, let's go. Let's go. And Pacey's like, what? You don't want me to meet? You're embarrassed of me? You don't want me to meet your parents? Like, 
she's like, you have no right to be here. You weren't invited. My family is none of your business. Yeah. And Pacey said, your mom invited me to this Norman Rockwell painting known as your home and invited me to dinner. Yeah. And I said, oh, Pacey, this is going to bite you in the ass in one second. Yeah. And she, and he says, because unlike he thinks her spoiled, she's embarrassed of him. Well, so she, he says, unlike her spoiled rich society daughter, I'm worthy of meeting the country club father and Ivy League brother. Yeah. And like. Yes. He yeah. thinks she's embarrassed of him. Pacey is being a dick and lashing out because yeah. he's assumed that what's happening is that she's embarrassed of him. Yeah. And he's not worth introducing. Yeah. What's actually happening. Oh, my God. Is when she she tries to get him to leave again. Yeah. And he says, like, what is wrong? Yeah. And she goes. My brother's dead. Tim died. He's dead. Okay. And then you can see F- Pacey's face immediately fall. Oh, and immediately he's like, sorry that he said what he just said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, he- Pacey has a lot of trauma from, like, Joey from the rich kids in Cape Side. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So he's coming. And I don't think he what he he's being fucked up obviously but he that's what he where he's coming from well he's making a lot it's of like, assumptions like, they're in this fucking huge house like when we talk about dawson's house this is a fucking mansion it's, it's yeah. huge it's a very nice house it's well decorated like it's a very um they they it they're comes wealthy. across of, as like rich you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. not just well off like rich and so that's where he's coming from and all the people that he knows like that treat him like shit right you know, remember that girl in the beauty contest? Mm-hmm. Hannah. Yeah. yeah. She just like treats him like shit, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so we go over to Joey and Jack and they're still trying to fix the lobster tank. Yeah. And Joey's like, we have 10 minutes. <laughs> and I'm like, listen, I just. They're like, trying to create tension that's not there. It's, it's just not, like. You don't have 10 minutes. You have a lot longer than sense. that. The lobsters like, can be out of that for a long time. Okay. Yeah. And Jack's like, why don't we just put the lobsters back in the ocean? Oh like, God. you know, it's just don't really funny. Yeah. So Jack tries to fix it and all the lights go off. Yeah. And then the coffee guy tells him to unplug it and plug it back in, which seems pretty clear that this is a pre like a lot of electronics. Yeah, 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 totally. <laughs> yeah. And then they do that and all everything is fixed. Yeah. And Joey says, thank you. And then like to Jack, she's like, I wish this guy would leave. Yeah. And I'm like. This guy can definitely hear that conversation. Yeah, because he just gave you advice on what to do. (laughs) And then, like, Jack's kind of like, this guy's probably really lonely. Like, he has no place to go. Yeah. Maybe he had a family and he doesn't anymore. Yeah, like, maybe he lost them or maybe he lost a kid, you know? Yeah, and, like, in light of what we've literally just learned about Jack and Andy, you're kind of like, this feels, like, really devastating to me. Yeah. That, like, Jack sees this. And Joey, like, kind of comes to his side... Mm-hmm. Like she kind of you see her have a little bit more empathy. Yeah. And then they look back up and the guy, the coffee guy is like gone. Yeah. He is like left. And, and they, they go to clear. She, Joey goes to clear the table and she's like, great. He didn't leave a tip. Right. And she walks away and Jack goes and he like picks up a, a napkin and he sees something written on it. And then underneath the napkin is a hundred dollar bill. Yeah. I was going to say, when Joey says that, like, I was like, she's kind of being monstrous. But then also, as someone who has worked as a waitress, like, I kind of get it, too. No, it sucks when you could leave and one person's sitting there nursing a cup of coffee and then they don't leave you a tip. Like, come on. You're like, I could have been cleaning up and home by now and I'm not getting anything out of this, you know? Yeah. It sucks. So, yeah, and and But Jack's like... He's like, Joey, oh my God. And he like puts up with $100 and she's like, what? You know? And then they like read the poem. I didn't write it down. Oh, I did. Oh, God. By by moonlight many years ago, my true love did I know. (laughs) And by that moon, I begged her wait. But that night did she go. So young lovers, heed my words. Don't squander love away. The moon is changing ever still. Soon comes the light of day. (laughs) And Joey and Jack look at each other. And then they cut to this, like, two shot with Joey and Jack and the big full moon behind them. And it's, like, it's I think it's a day for night shot, so it's kind of really blue. Mm. Um, and uh, Jack turns off the light in front of him, so they're in the dark. Yeah. And he, he kisses, kisses her. her. And she does not stop him. In fact, she kisses him back. Yeah. And then she pulls away and she starts cleaning and they don't They don't say it. anything. They don't say one word to each it's other. It's so wild. 
You're like, oh, Jack's a werewolf and he just kisses people and we don't talk about it. It's crazy. They like act like Jack's a werewolf. This isn't Buffy the Vampire (laughs) Slayer. Well, the thing is, crazy things happen around a new moon, not a full moon. Oh, I see. I don't know anything about that. (laughs) So, hey, I really, this scene is very hard. So. Dawson is standing and Mitch and Gale's parents married. Right. Mitch and Gale are sitting at the dining room table. It's, and he's lecturing them yes. about what a bad idea an open marriage is. Yes. And he's like, This is such a terrible idea. And when were you planning on telling me when you had the revolving doors put in? Yeah. Oh my God. Get the it's like slut shaming his parents. It's so crazy. I can't believe that this is something that's happening. Yeah, and and Gail's just like she resents Mitch. She's like, I got to get back to this dog. That like I need to earn us some more money. You well, know. Well, first she's like, you know, uh, you hear that, Mitch? Our son wants to know what we were thinking. Like yeah. she kind of throws Mitch under the bus, which is like they're not in a good place. But it's yeah. fucked that she does it. <laughs> I mean, they literally just seem to be like Dawson. You're right. We're being insane, and we're sorry. We um. Uh, brought this upon you but we're not yeah. going to talk about our relationship with you <laughs> you're not going to be our therapist it's just like such an unhealthy boundary yeah because mitch like is like maybe it was a bad idea and dawson's like you know it doesn't take a genius to see that and gail's <laughs> like yeah you're right and then like mitch gets up and starts yelling yeah and he's like you did this gail you yeah. don't you know like and and dawson starts yelling at his dad and it's like you need to forgive gail like you need to forgive mom and like starts yelling they all are yelling right gail's like i can't apologize anymore mm-hmm. and she's like i have a colleague in the other room and you know i said it's not gail's kind of right it's not about yeah. apologies it's about healing and right, like right. what they're doing is not helping this no, situation she, she's right she's apologized over and over yeah. and if he can't accept it then like they'd kind of do need to end it you know totally and like while i didn't agree with her issuing an ultimatum before at this point it's like mm, yeah 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 and Dawson's like, you know, you have to stay here and fix this. And Kale's like, kind of like, no, I don't. I have to work. Yeah. She's I have, like, to, I have to make his money. If I'm going to support your father and his pipe drains. Yeah. And Mitch is like, you've never supported me, which is a bald faced lie. <laughs> oh, my God. It's... Mitch is like, support is standing behind someone and believing in them, not turning your back on them and jumping into someone else's bed. And I just said, fuck entirely off. This yeah. This is like bullshit. I fucking hated this. Mitch is wild. Yeah. And then Dawson starts yelling at Mitch. Yeah. That he needs to forgive Gail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, he says, you need to get over your own ego and let it go. And in all caps, I said, let's see if Dawson ever follows this advice. <laughs> It's like, I mean, just the gall of Mitch to, or sorry, of Dawson to yeah. think he can participate in anyone else's relationship is crazy. I mean, it's fucked. His parents' relationship is like absolutely insane. Like, it's, it, I, it, I can't even wrap my head around it, you know? I mean, I think there's, you know, there's time to just like maybe be devil's advocate if you're having a conversation with your parents or like maybe a little bit, but like not like the way Dawson's doing it. No. He's trying to sit them down and be like, Mom, Dad, let's fix your marriage. This is what you do. Dad, you forgive her. Mom, you, um, I don't even know what he wants Gail to do. Don't, don't cheat know. on him. All right, cool. We're done, right? Well, and it's like, you know, Dawson's like, she made a mistake and you like, she's been trying to get you to forgive her, but you won't let her off the hook. Yeah. And Mitch says, you know, like, I don't know how to fix this. Yeah. I don't have any answers. I and- mean, like, legit, Joey just cheated on him. Do you think Dawson will forgive her? <laughs> so i do not yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you know D- mitch like is like you know i sh- i didn't know to ask my dad he just, this kind okay of like- mitch like then he we're supposed to soften to him but it's the stupidest conversation <laughs> he like sits down and he kind of like starts crying right and he's I mean, like he doesn't kind of start crying he he's cr- just starts like crying. He's like, I, my, my dad's not here. I used to go to my dad for all the advice. And I just, I didn't know to ask him how to handle cheating. I didn't know I should have asked him. And you're just like, what is happening? (laughs) Like, just like, it's crazy how much these white dudes can't extend any other circumstance. Yeah. And the advice from a different circumstance. Yeah. To a, a, 
situation they're in. You don't have to ask for advice on every little thing that will come your way. <laughs> also, like... What? Like, you never asked your dad how to handle a betrayal? That's, yeah. like, a pretty easy advice situation. Yeah. So... Dawson like stands up and put his hands on, puts his hand on Mitch's shoulder. It's like <laughs> I it's literally very... wrote, "Okay, this is stupid." Yeah, I think we're supposed to think this is a good scene, and it's so stupid. It's, I hate everything about it's it. So I stupid. hate everything about it. It's like, who are we supposed to be rooting for in that scene? I'm rooting for Gail in that scene. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, the it's one who has like... to leave and do the thing that she's actually supposed to be doing right now. It's so crazy. Yeah. Okay, then we cut to another horrible scene. <laughs> Like, I I can't with this, what we're about to talk about. Okay, so Jen is sitting on the steps and at Grams' Grams house. is yelling at her. Yeah, she's like, I don't know what to do with you. She's like, okay, remember when you walked in on a sexual assault that was happening in your kitchen? Yeah. You're going to blame Jen for this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she is. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. Jen's crying. Yeah. And- Not because she got caught, but because she was violated. Right, and and... Grams is like, I'm not talking about, oh, because Jen asked her not to preach at her. At her. She's like, don't yeah. preach at me right now. And Grams is like, I'm not talking about God. I'll leave him out of it. <sighs> and she's like, you know. She's just like, Grams literally says, have you no respect for yourself? Yeah. And she says, you know, I will not allow you to slide back into your represent reprehensible New York behavior under my roof. Oh, <sighs> my God. The things this show does to Jen is like, unforgivable and i just think like this is so much like that situation at the end of season one where like pacey and doug like doug comes to pacey and is like you failed all your midterms and now you're in big trouble like and no one stops to think like hey yeah hey my 16 year old Mm -hmm. granddaughter had a 35 year old at the house or whatever he is you know it's crazy like perhaps there's something going on that i should discuss with her and the thing is with jen is like she doesn't even when she tells dawson what happens to her she doesn't have the tools or like she doesn't say she was raped sure she doesn't know she's never and this, the show doesn't think that she was raped. yeah i want to say that and she doesn't have the tools to communicate to grams of like i started to consent and then i stopped and i didn't know what to do right and she can't explain to someone what happened. So she feels like, well, I said yes. And so I, I should. Yeah, it's my fault. It's my fault. It's yeah. so fucking insane that this we allow these narratives to happen. <sighs> yep. It's it's unacceptable. And I think to your point, you were saying about how Joey could do things. If this happened to Joey, we would totally empathize with Joey. Absolutely. It's so crazy. Yeah. And I'd be like, and everyone would be like, they would send that guy to jail. You know? Yeah. I do know. I do know. But Joey, you know, but listen, Aaron, Joey didn't have a slutty time in New York. So. (laughs) Yeah. So once you have sex once, then you don't, you're a slut and you, you know, you don't stop and you have no ownership over your own body. Right. That's how it works, isn't it? Isn't it great? God. Oh my God. It's so fucking hard to watch. Yeah, it is. This scene. It is. It's hard to watch a lot of this Jen stuff. Mm-hmm. It's it's really like the mm-hmm. show does not does yeah. not treat her well. Um a lot. So No, the only w- person who's being nice to her at this time is Abby and Abby straight up called her a slut. Right. And says she's like just talks shit to her face. Yeah. It's the only person being nice to her. And right. that's what nice means to Jen. Yeah, it's fucked. So so we go to, over to Jack and Joey. Yeah. And they're at the, at the ice house. house cleaning up and still apparently have not said one word to each no, other. We did not talk about this kiss that happened. Yeah. And Dawson. like it's awkward, but it's not too awkward. Yeah. Like it, it should be more awkward than it totally. is. And like Dawson walks up and he's like, I had to get out of the house. Yeah. And then like he hugs Joey and then he sees Jack and he says, hi. Yeah. And Jack's like, you know, you guys take off. I'll finish up. Yeah. Since apparently Jack can close this place. Yeah. Now. He's been elevated to manager. <laughs> Obviously. It's been two weeks. Uh, he, I. It's weird. Okay. How he un- watches them leave. And then Joey turns and looks at him yeah. as she's leaving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's like considering an affair. An affair? They're in high school. <laughs> so? <laughs> I mean, I think she's considering whether or not she still wants to be with Dawson. 
Yeah, she's kind of low-key invoking or departing on an emotional affair with Jack and now a physical one. <sighs> I mean, eh, I don't know if I'd go that far, but but I, you know, she's uh, she kissed him back mm-hmm. and she felt something and I don't think she was expecting that. Yeah. So um, we cut to the McPhee house. In a very nice kitchen. Yeah. And Andy's just telling this horrible story about how they were like at a football game and uh, they were, her dad was drunk and her mom was driving them home and got in a car accident and killed their brother. Right. One year ago. Yeah. Yeah. And then after that, like her, they got shipped off to Cape Side and her dad is like struggling with the business and he stayed in providence and he calls home like maybe once a week yeah and that she's the only one that can deal with her mom yeah and her mom basically is seemingly having these like you know mental having a mental breakdown yeah i mean yeah she's she's yeah it's like a psychotic episode yeah um and andy asks pacey like not to say anything because she doesn't want her town the town her mom to be the town gossip yeah and, you know, Pacey's, Pacey asks, like, really nice questions. And he's very, like, sympathetic. Yeah. And he's like, you know, is your mom getting help? Yeah. And Andy's like, you know, they tried. She was in the hospital for a while, but, like, that yeah. didn't really work. Yeah. And, you know, and- I just said, like, this family's fucking going through it, man. Like, <sighs> that's hard. And Andy's kind of like, it's just me. Jack helps sometimes, but he, like lives in this fantasy world where you don't think about it it didn't happen yeah which i kind of want to circle back to yeah at some point yeah i mean they just have different coping skills like jack is like everything's gonna work out it'll be right, fine right. and like he has to really like hold on to that to cope with this situation whereas andy is more controlling and she wants to control the, the situation and yeah. try to take care of everyone you know even though she's 16 yeah, yeah, and she's like, you know, sometimes my mom's fine, but you never know when she's going to be like this. And, like, yeah. Andy's kind of the only one that can deal with her when she's like this. And I was like, that's a fucking lot, man. Yeah. And Pacey, she's like, you know, it's hard sometimes. And, and at that point, Pacey gets up and pulls her and into just, a like, hug. just, like, hugs her. And, and Andy's like, no, 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 she doesn't want it. And and Pacey just, like, just hugs her tighter. Just, like, and she just, like, leans in and cries. And it the camera sort of pans across and like leaves them in this dark kitchen hugging and mm-hmm. she's crying. And it's just like it's such a good shot. Yeah. It's such a great shot of them. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. So yeah, the ladder is back. Okay. <laughs> it was gone for an episode. And Dawson and Joey walk up to his room. Yeah. And he just like he doesn't want to go back into his house. It doesn't feel safe for him anymore. Yeah. And Joey's like, she kind of wants to tell him about the weird night she has. I think she's going to tell him that she so. and Jack kiss. Yeah, yeah. like she, she she says it here and then I think she says it a little later in the scene. She tries to do it again. Yeah. But Dawson just wants, he's like, she wants to tell him. She goes to tell him and he's like, stop. I just want to stare at your face in the moonlight. <laughs> You're like, it's a lot. He's like, because that's all that matters to me. <laughs> I literally was like, okay, boring. Whatever. I wrote, ugh. Yeah. And they look up at the sky, and um, he's like, look at the sky. Do you see it? And she's like, has her eyes closed. She's like, it's the man in the moon. And you're like, what is happening what? here? What is going on? It's very weird. Like, things are getting weird. They've already did the meta start at the beginning. You're just like, what is going on? And then she's like, Dawson, it's not a man. It's, it's a, a woman. woman in the moon. But, like, they don't explain what the story what are we, is. Who cares? Like, why? what is your... Touchstone to Man in the Moon. Okay. I've, Usually they will do that and then they'll like say this story from child. Like, you know, like we heard a lot of stories about the Man in the Moon, but like it, it felt like they were like referencing something from their childhood. Yes. But like, but they don't tell you. Not, <laughs> it's so weird. It is. And like, so then they kiss and Joey pulls away and, and she like tries seemed, again to uh-huh. tell him about Jack. Yeah. And like, but Dawson has this like kicked puppy face on. Mm-hmm. And so she like f- can't do it. Yeah. When, and then, and then like, then we start cutting around to. All yeah. The couples, so then so. we kind of, I wonder if they did a mid season break because they kind of like, this is where all the um, no. characters are. And the mid season break happened after the next episode. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Gail is, like, sitting in their bedroom, and Mitch walks in and tells her that, like, the guests have left. Like, no shit. Yeah, dude. And, and Gail's like, it's She's time. Kind of sad, yeah. And Mitch says, you know, I'll go. Yeah, he's like, I know. And he's yeah. like, I'll go. 
Yeah. And then Jewel starts playing. Hands by yeah. Jewel. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, it's so 90s. I love it so much. And so it's all just silent, and we cut to Dawson, and he starts crying, and Joey comforts him. Yeah, she kind of, like, lets him, Yeah. you know, And then we see Jack, and he's sitting on the dock, and he's reading the poem. Yeah. And, and then, then we cut to Pacey holding Andy in the kitchen as Andy's crying. Mm-hmm. And then we see Mitch lying in bed staring at a ceiling fan. I think he's at a motel. Oh, okay. I think so. Yeah. And then Gail is on the porch. In like a rocking chair. Staring off like rocking the chair. Yeah. And And then Jen is just crying on her porch. Yep. And then we go back to Dawson and Joey still on the roof. And like Dawson, Joey's holding Dawson and she looks up at the moon and it fades to black. Yeah. And if we had gotten the story about the man in the moon, that might mean something to us, but we didn't. So. <laughs> oh, man. This episode. Hmm. I think it sets up so much. Yeah. Like, this episode sets up a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, no, we like, are learning more about the characters. And so that's really good. Yeah. And we're learning more about Jack and Andy. Yeah. And, you know. We're, I think we're seeing a side of Pacey we haven't seen before. Right. And we're seeing, yeah. The thing is with Pacey is like, we're seeing an authentic way that kids start relationships, you know, where they communicate and they fuck up and then they talk it out and whatever, Mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. know, versus like Dawson and Joey, or we don't see that represented at all. No. You know? No. And so I think that that's why viewers just grow to love Pacey so much more because even through the things that, are authentic to childhood these like mistakes that we make like he has an effort to he he puts in an effort to grow and to correct his behavior at the moment and then moving forward yeah yeah versus dawson who still hasn't apologized for breaking his best friend's nose (laughs) or reading his girlfriend's diary you know or slut shaming jen over and over yeah you know so his yeah yeah. No, yeah. he hasn't apologized for any of his bad behavior. Yeah. I mean, in unless the thing you count as apology is his being like, I'm sorry, sorry that wasn't but... my intention. Yeah, yeah, totally. That's it. that's his like classic gaslighting. Yeah. Um, white man. Just like that wasn't my intention though. And you're like, Well, it's, it's not the intent, it's how it's just received. Abusive bullshit. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. It's just like the gall of people I you're right. I, I believe that about you, but so fucking what? My feelings are relevant and matter too. Right. So, okay. <laughs> yep. Like, we all do that. Sure. It's like, <laughs> yeah, there's rarely a time when you intend to hurt someone. Yes, and if you do, you're a piece of shit. Yeah. So, like, you it's, what it, it's like when people say, shit. like, uh, I've talked to some of my friends that are on, like, dating apps, and they're like, when it says, like, I hate drama, <laughs> and you're just like, who likes drama? No. Why would you put that on there? It's always a red flag when it says that. It's yeah. so fucking funny. So, I don't know. Yeah. Anyways. Well, so why do you think we opened in Dawson's room this episode? But we kind of don't open open in Dawson's room, mm-hmm. right? Like we open in Dawson's room, but it's a little bit off. Um, I don't know. I don't know why. I mean, I think there's something to be said about like looking into Dawson's room and then they're not there. Mm. You know? Um, that's something interesting. I don't know what I have to say about it necessarily. I but... mean, this episode is very heavily about Dawson. Yeah. So I don't know if that's why. And Dawson's parents and Dawson's well, house. Well, yeah, 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 exactly. It's and like with a room with Dawson's no one in there, yeah. you know, his house stops being kind of a comfortable place for him in this yeah, episode. So. Totally. It's definitely we'll not a safe space anymore. Mm-hmm. So who are you rooting for? Uh, I am rooting for Jen um, yeah. to, I don't know, man, get a friend. Mm-hmm. That's not shitty. Yeah. I am rooting for... Pacey and Andy. Yeah. I mean, like, that's, there we that's are. That's it. Yeah, totally. I mean, I, I like Jack and I'm kind of rooting for him in a way. And like, the stuff I mean, that he's we being saw... fucked up. He totally like put Joey in a weird position. Sure. But like, the stuff that we saw last episode, I really liked. And no, he's an interesting character and I'm excited to, yeah. you know, explore his character more. But yeah, he kissed someone with a, that he knew was had a had boyfriend. A boyfriend. That's yeah, fucked. That's really fucked. Without up. like saying, I want to kiss you. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Her. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So, but uh, I guess we'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> the next two episodes are two great ones. They're not my favorites of the season, but they're great. I really like them. <laughs> 
All right. Thanks for listening. Okay. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Dawson's Critique. Um, you can email us Dawson's Critique at gmail.com. Uh, we want to shout out our boy Kilia for making our theme song. You can find him on Instagram at Go Freaking Crazy. You can find my Finsta at Aaron.Hensley. And you can find me on the interwebs at, at Pesty1079. Um, please write us a review, like a subscribe on any of the places that you uh, get your podcast. That really, really, really helps us immensely when you do that. We would be very appreciative. We'd like to thank Andrew Bush, our East Coast correspondent. <laughs> What is, it? what is it? East Coast consultant. Consultant, sorry. And our sound engineer who makes us sound lovely. Um, Rarebird books can be found online at rarebirdbooks.com and at rarebirdlit on Twitter, f- Instagram, and Facebook. This has been a Rarebird production. I don't want to wait for our lives to be over. I want to go right now.